I'm Cynthia Koffel, and this is Better Regulate Than Never. This is a show where young people can find so much information about emotional health and ways that they can unlock their greatest potential. So I'm so glad that you joined me today because you are going to start this amazing journey that you won't even believe. Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number seven of Better Regulate Than Never. How does your parents' divorce affect your chances for heart disease later in life? How does your parents' alcoholism affect your chances of becoming depressed later on? In the 1990s, there were some doctors in an insurance company that were curious about the prevalence of certain adult diseases and how they might be related to experiences people had in their childhoods. So this group decided to ask over 17,000 people some questions about their childhood and see if they could find a correlation or a link between what happened to them in their childhoods and the state of their adult health. Adverse Childhood Experiences, or ACEs for short, A-C-E-S, is a groundbreaking study that we are still researching and working on today. There's a whole trauma-informed movement in communities and schools, and I've been studying about this for the past several years, and it's stuff that I always knew about kids because I've been working with kids for a long time, Um, but I didn't have any words or research to go to back up the things that I was thinking, and so this study does a lot of that, and I really want you to know about it because it's... um, about what might be happening with you. Uh, And even if none of the things that we're going to talk about today have happened to you, you know people that it has happened to. Um, When you sit in a classroom, several of the people in the room every time have been affected by some of these experiences. So this whole trauma-informed movement in schools and communities is trying to help everyone be more aware of Uh, knowing that what happens to us when we're younger actually does affect us um, not only emotionally, but physically in our, the diseases that we might get. And so I just think it's important for you to know this information. So they asked this group of people some different questions about what happened to them in their in their youth or in their childhood. And these are things that happened to you before you turned 18 years old. And some of that, that's you right now. And some of you are probably older than that. Um, And I'm sure they asked these people more than 10 questions, but the ACEs study is based on 10 particular questions. And every time you say yes to a question, that gives you one point on the ACEs scale. And the questions are grouped into three main areas. One of them is dysfunction in the home. One is abused, abuse, and one is neglect. Um, I'm going to read the 10 questions to you, but I'm also going to put this quiz in the show notes so you can spend some time actually looking over it and thinking about it for yourself. But you can think about them 
as I'm reading these questions um, aloud right now. And remember, um, this is about before you were 18 years old. So while you were growing up, number one, did a parent or other adult in the household often swear at you, insult you, put you down, or humiliate you, or act in a way that made you afraid that you might be physically hurt? And if that is a yes, then that is a one, a a point of one. Number two, did a parent or other adult in the household often push, grab, slap, or throw something at you, or ever hit you so hard that you had marks or were injured? If yes, that is one point. Number three, did an adult or person at least five years older than you ever touch or fondle you or have you touch their body in a sexual way or try to or actually have oral, anal, or vaginal sex with you? If yes, that is one point. Number four, did you often feel that no one in your family loved you or thought you were important or special or your family didn't look out for each other, feel close to each other, or support each other? If yes, enter one. Number five, did you often feel that you didn't have enough to eat, had to wear dirty clothes, and had no one to protect you, or your parents were too drunk or high to take care of you or to take you to the doctor if you needed to? If yes, enter one point. Number six, were your parents ever separated or divorced? If yes, enter one. Number seven, was your mother or stepmother often pushed, grabbed, slapped, or had something thrown at her, or sometimes or often kicked, bitten, hit with a fist, or hit with something hard, or ever repeatedly hit over at least a few minutes or threatened with a gun or knife? If yes, enter one point. Number eight, did you live with anyone who was a problem drinker or alcoholic or who used street drugs? If yes, enter one point. Number nine, was a household member depressed or mentally ill or did a household member member attempt suicide? If yes, enter one point. Number 10. Did a household member ever go to prison? If yes, enter one point. And so you would add up how many yeses or how many points you have, and that is your ACEs score. Now, a lot of these questions were very heavy, horrible, terrible things that I just talked about. And if you have experienced any of those things, I'm sure that brings up a lot of big emotions for you. I want you to know that the score, the higher the score, the more likely you could experience heart disease, depression, cancer, drug or alcohol abuse or addiction, suicide ideation. But I want you to think about this from a perspective of about the things that we're learning. So I know that's bad news that 
if you've experienced those things, then later on in life, you have more of a likelihood of having more bad things happen like diseases or, or having, um, mental illness around the things that happened. But I want you to know some good news too, because I think the most important thing that I want you to get out of this is that I want you to know about it so that you know what you can do about it. Think about all the things that we've been learning over these past few episodes about um, our feelings and how that creates so many things in our lives and creates actions and creates results. Well, think about the time when I talked about when we have some of those big feelings and we push them down like a ball, like we're trying to push that ball under the water and we're just holding it, holding it, and we're getting so tired. Well, I want you to think about those those things that we I mentioned in those 10 questions. Most people who've experienced those things have some terrible, heavy, very unpleasant feelings, and they're pushing them down because they don't want to feel them because they feel so awful. So they're pushing those things down. And then whenever we're pushing feelings down like that, that we don't want to feel, then we need to buffer them some way. And so then those people that are pushing those feelings down and now they don't want to feel them. So they're overeating. They're staying in bed all day. They're taking drugs or alcohol. They're overspending. They're watching too much porn. They're getting into legal trouble. They're doing all of these things so that they don't feel the big emotions that they they would be feeling because of those experiences. And so that is another reason why then the health problems come later on. Because if you can imagine if you're doing all of those, if those feelings and thoughts are creating those actions and results, they're not good results. And so we need to really start looking into and allowing ourselves to feel some of these feelings. Now, I don't want you to feel them all at once, because especially if you've experienced all 10 of those things, you have a lot of emotions to work through. And I would say, as I said, in the second episode, this is not therapy. This is just for people to take these things and make a uh, a regular life, a more successful life, a more meaningful, purposeful life. If you've experienced the things that I mentioned in those 10 questions, you probably need some other kind of help um, to help you really work through those things. Cause those, those things I mentioned are huge. Like they just make me sad reading them out loud, but I know that kids are experiencing them. So I wanted to, to talk about them. Uh, but the good news is that we can use the thought work and the model that we've been talking about to help you start working through those feelings. And maybe just pick one, like the one that you feel the most unpleasant about, maybe start working on that one. And then you can start working on the others as you start noticing a change and noticing that it is helping you. The bad news is that ACEs are usually passed from generation to generation, but the good news about you learning about it now before you even have a family is that you can, those ACEs can stop with you. You don't have to do them to the next generation. And so if you learn how to work through these feelings and figure out how to regulate your own emotions, then you won't be your own children or your own family past your adulthood 
will not be experiencing these same experiences. The adults in your life didn't know that this was a thing. Um, They didn't know that they could look back in the generations and try to work on things. If you know anything about your, your parents' childhood, you probably would, whatever is, is happening to you probably was happening to them as well. I do believe that every parent in the world is doing the best that they can. Now, sometimes that doesn't look like they're doing the best that they can, but most of the time, I think when I see someone that I think they could be doing a better job, it just means that they are doing what they learned from their own parents. There is no manual for parents on how to be a parent. And most of the time, we do what we saw someone else do when we were kids. And sometimes that's fine. And it's a good job. And sometimes it's not. And I really want to believe that everybody's doing the best that they can. Maya Angelou said, when you know better, you do better. And so I really think that this information for you to have right now is now you're knowing something that you didn't know before. And so now that you know this information, you'll be able to take it and do something better with your life so that you can uh, when you raise your family, that it is, it doesn't have these childhood childhood experiences in it. I know just from my own experience, um, and I've told this story before to some people because I just think it kind of ex, it kind of shows that you know everyone's doing that the best that they can. I always wanted my parents to be different. I wanted young parents, and my parents were old. I wanted cute, trendy, fun parents, and my parents were just kind of boring. And I wanted parents that my friends would want to be around. Like, oh my gosh, I had some of my friends had parents that were so cool and fun, and I wanted to have their parents. And I thought someday when I'm a parent, I'm going to be fun and my kids are going to love it. And so when I did have kids, I did do things so differently. We lived in town. I got them involved in activities. I took them to things that they wanted to go to. I wanted to give them all these different experiences. And I was so cute and fun and um, trendy. And my daughter's friends did like me a lot. They, they, um, told Haley they liked me and they told me that they liked me. But one day Haley told me, mom, I wish my friends didn't like you. And I thought, what in the world? I am the most perfect parent because I'm doing exactly what every person would want. But think about this. I was being the parent that I wanted. I wasn't being the parent that Haley wanted. So I was doing the best that I could do because I thought about all the things that made a perfect parent and I did them and they weren't the things that she thought was a perfect parent. And when I think back to my parents, they were doing the best that they could. They were being the parents to me that they knew how to be, even though it wasn't what I needed or what I wanted. So 
Um, if your parents are just not meeting your perfect criteria, then I'm hoping that you'll give them a break because um, they really are doing the best that they can. And it might just not be what we want in our lives or something that's really good for us. But I also want to say that if your parents are abusing you, if your parents are neglecting you, then we don't give them a free pass for that because that's not right. That's too hurtful to you. And so in those instances, I want you to definitely be talking to an adult in your life, a trusted adult, somebody at your school, a coach, a neighbor, somebody at your church. If you go to church, there are adults all over the world that want to help you. So please talk to someone if you're having, you know, really, really heavy things happening to you. Um, But if you are just annoyed with your parents because they aren't cute and fun and trendy and young, um, you might give them a break for that. Uh, Going along with the, um, your parents are doing the best they can. I also think that our parents love us with all the love they have. Now, some people have gallons of love to give, like they are just full of love and they love very easily. Their families loved them so much. And so they just have all this ability to love. And so I'm sure you've seen people like that. And if you don't have parents like that, maybe you wished your parents were like that. Um, my parents were sort of medium. They, they loved me, but they didn't show it a lot. And I am somebody that really likes, um, shows of affection and they didn't do that. And so it made me feel like they didn't love me sometimes, but I know that they did. Now that I'm an adult, I know they did. It just wasn't what I was wanting. It wasn't the way that I wanted them to love me, but some people have this gallons of ability to love someone. And another person is loving you with everything they have. And it doesn't look like it because they have a thimbleful of love to give. And that doesn't look like a lot, but they really are loving you with absolutely everything they have. And that could be because of childhood experiences where they didn't see love or they were damaged in a lot of ways by how people treated them. And so their ability or their capacity to love someone is very small. And you're going to find that in the people that you are friends with. You're going to find that sometimes in romantic partners that you have. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that person. Um, But if you are somebody who has gallons of love to give and wants to receive gallons of love and you have a friend or you're in a romantic relationship where the person only has a thimbleful to give, it might not be a good match. So you have to think about that too, but that's a whole nother thing. We're going to do an episode on relationships. I just want to make sure that, um, we talked about some really heavy things today and, um, and it'll probably bring out a lot of emotions for you. If you are somebody that had several of those experiences in your life. So please remember if you have had experiences or if someone is abusing or neglecting you, you have to talk to some trusted adult in your life because that cannot keep happening to you in your life. And we have to help your family to understand that there are different and better ways to do things. So that's okay. 
But if you are just annoyed by your parents because they don't do the things that you would like them to do, maybe you can give them a break or maybe ask them sometimes about their childhood and things that they, that were great about it, things that didn't work out because it's a good way for you to have a different perspective about where your parents are coming from. There's a bunch more that I want to talk to you about, but um, I don't want to make any of these episodes too long because I know that you might not have a lot of time or a lot of attention um, to, to listen to a long one. So the next one I want to, the next episode, I definitely want to talk about resilience because resilience is your ability to overcome these kinds of things. So I don't want to leave this where, um, I don't want to leave this in bad news where you have experienced all these things and, oh, well, too bad. You're going to have a terrible life because that is so, so, so not true. You can overcome anything and the things that we're going to talk about in this podcast and already have talked about in this podcast can help you overcome those things. And so the next one is definitely about resilience because I want to talk about how you can overcome and how you can tell your story in a way that, that just shows all the beauty about it. I definitely want to hear from you. Um, please be emailing me and sending me messages because I want to know what's working for you, what's helpful for you, what you still don't understand. And um, that will help me to know what my future episodes can be about and how I can best help you because this podcast is for you. And it is just my passion in life to be able to help all young people to just feel better and to just be the best person that they can be. So I thank you so much for listening to me today. And um, please tell your friends about it. I'm hoping that this is helpful to you. And as you share it with your friends, it will just help more and more people. And please rate and review and subscribe and all those things at the places where you listen to podcasts, because that helps other people find us. And I want, um, I just want to see how far reaching this actually can be. Can it, it just seems so fun for me. So I can't wait to talk to you again. And remember that you get to choose the thoughts that you have every day. So I hope you choose them wisely. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Better Regulate Than Never. Music in this episode was provided by archesaudio.com. Make sure you check out the show notes for links and activities that will help you to get the most out of this episode. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. If you enjoy this show, don't forget to review and rate us wherever you get podcasts.